Um, well, shit, Daryl. We have a trailer. We got a big trailer. This we is got no a small big, trailer. Fat, juicy, four-minute trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, initial impression. Initial impression. Initial impression. Just give me um, like the first three words come out of your mouth about this trailer. Ready? One, two, three, go. Yeah, Letty Ortiz been working out. She's looking like oh. she can fight. Yeah, What's she's... that, like, vest thing she's wearing the entire trailer? Is she, like, always carrying guns now? Hey, she's got she's to stay strapped, <laughs> all right? Yeah, they've sort of worked her into that Gina Carana tactical uh, tactical assistant role, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's looking toned, muscular, and she has already, like, two or three major fight scenes, from what I can tell, in the trailer, including yeah. a plunging, uh, chest-to-knee sort of, like, <laughs> yeah, solo kill. Very um, intense. From what I could tell. Yeah. Very, very so, intense. Yeah. Letty's coming up, big time. Letty's coming up, and I think she's going to have a huge... Like, I think her role, even though it's obviously she's a main character, is going to be expanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's gonna have a big, big part to play in this one. There's like that the in the beginning they talk where she's like, "This is for your protection." When they're giving the kid the necklace, it almost sounds like she's threatening him in some way, <laughs> which makes me feel real uncomfortable. Like uh-huh. she's just gonna be a bad guy now. They uh-huh. just gotta bring Han back, so make her a bad guy. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I well, it's only twenty dollars worth of silver, right? As we learned. <laughs> That's true. So fucking, you know, I can't be that much protection. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, yeah, there's no, there's no, um, like, a realistic, um, like, transfer of the cross. I feel like people just randomly have it. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, a lot that's of like a big thing it. in Fast Five, right? Yeah. yeah, Elena has it for a little bit. Dom How obviously does she has get the it. necklace? I don't even remember what... Because she's uh, no, because uh, Dom drops it. Dom drops it uh, when they're chasing each other in the favelas. In the favela. and then, yeah, in the, favela. the favelas. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. She gets it back later on. It's just like it's, it exchanges hands frequently. Uh, it it go it gets all. You know what? It gives protection to whoever needs it at that moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the protection of uh, you know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, you laugh, but that's what that sign means, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um. So, can we talk about the grappling hook slash <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. a pillar car pillar hook swing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Inventive. Yes. Definitely inventive. It really takes the car boot to the next level. It sort of atta- it has one of those attached to a um, bridge cable, I think. Yes. That's then cemented into a bridge holding, um, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, if there's, the, if there's any bridge heads out there, if there's any bridge heads out there, we need let us know about the technical vocab because we're, <laughs> we're lacking for sure. Uh, yeah, and then the car. Do you know what kind? Do we know what kind of car that is? Is it not just another GTO? Isn't that what he's always driving? He drives. Oh, incorrect, Paul. Oh, he I'm sorry. My a bad. Charger in this series. You're thinking of Triple X. 
his, oh, yeah. his Vin Diesel's <laughs> other series in which he often oh. does drive a GTO. I feel like there are some GTOs that show up in the series, but I forget which one they are. There's definitely a GTO in five, is there not? That's like the one with. I mean, that's the car with the chip in it. That's what mm. I'm thinking about. Mm. That's a Ford GT, but. Okay, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. GTO. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. different than a GTO. We'll have, get, we'll have to get checked. We'll have to get checked here. Yeah. There's got to be a GTO, right? Yeah. At some point. <laughs> we'll Six, just maybe? Throwing out three-letter names, assuming mm-hmm. they're car names. And yeah. Sound them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the bridge tether um, seems actually more exciting than the Lycan. It's supposed to be the next level. The Lycan hypersport. hypersport. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trick. Yeah. This one's next good because it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I I don't know if it's the way they cut it or if this is actually how it's going to happen in the final production here. But it seems like he's chasing the magnetic stealth plane with. Uh, this sort of apparatus that he's yeah, of, <laughs> and I like that it, they went like I like that they looked at the life in hypersport jumping from <coughs> skyscraper to skyscraper in seven right, mm-hmm. and when you look at that, I mean, yes, it's incredible, but really, it's just like go straight through a window and cross your fingers. Mm-hmm. They've really veered into like the let's let's make Dom like a trick trick driver you know like you can do tricks mm-hmm. as if the car was a skateboard you know he can like uh-huh, uh-huh. He use the environment around him to like do different tricks and spins and moves in the car we've sort of gone down that lane now that's how good a driver he is yeah we've gone from like strict like vehicular warfare to really mm. more of like a vehicular martial arts you know it's mm-hmm. Yes. It's a little bit more refined, and it exhibits yes. an amount of control over the machine that is more than just tactical. Such an apt distrip- description. <laughs> I really appreciate your metaphors, for sure. Um, Paul, initial impressions. One, two, three, go. I'm just so excited for John Cena to make his... Yeah. I mean, it's not his debut, but I'm just, I'm excited for him to be in this franchise. Yeah. We just need, like, another really muscular, very, <laughs> like, just monosyllabic man in these movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, John I actually Cena's think it's pretty like, good casting, to be honest. <laughs> like, he, he seems like he could be Vin's brother. I think he's supposed to be his little brother, right, Daryl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's playing Dom's little brother, which makes sense. Uh, and he's obviously like replaces um, the Rock as uh, like a hulking monster body mm-hmm. in the movie. Yes, um, which we always appreciate. Uh, <laughs> is this John Cena's action debut? He was in we, we he was in Transformers recently in mm. Bumblebee. Was he mm. in like the Expendables movies? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it seemed like if he were, that would be a place to to stick to him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in like a, was he in some military movies? Like some I don't know. Yeah. Like those fucking Peter Berg. Like we use <laughs> the actors, but also yeah. the real soldiers in the yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. 
to me, I almost wonder if the part was written as Dom's brother and they were like, oh, let's find a bulky dude that looks like Vin the, Diesel. Yeah. Or if John Cena came and they're like, all right, let's find a way to sort of like fit him into the story because we've got a... Yeah, we've got a whatever a muscular dude here. Let's figure out how this works. And like, and then they decided that they looked like they could be part of the same family. I bet I, they had a completely different script. And then The Rock was like, "I got these Super Bowl commercials to film, so no, I can't really, do this yeah. right now." <laughs> well, they've kicked The Rock out. This is our basic premise that we understand to be true. They've kicked The Rock gone. out of this series, right? Like he <laughs> and Vin Diesel didn't get along so hard. That one of them had to go, so they spun the rock off into the like Hobbs and Shaw, seri- like segment mm-hmm. of this universe, mm-hmm. and now Vin's just still doing his thing, and hopefully he gets along with John Cena a little bit better. But they're brothers. They are brothers. They they're are brothers. So. They are <laughs> brothers. Am I fucking crazy, or do they not look anything alike? <laughs> They've like, got a similar like, skin tone, and they're like, do they? They both have, like, fake tan skin tone, you know? But, like, do they... One... Yeah, they don't look anything alike. One has hair, first of all, and one definitely (laughs) doesn't have any. Yeah, the the baldness is... It's sometimes... Have you ever seen such a divergence in siblings in terms of male pattern baldness? (laughs) I, I ask you. Have you ever seen... One has... No hair at all, and one has beautiful, <laughs> flowing, thick, luscious, luscious locks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I mean, Cena's making that assassin money, so maybe he got hair plugs, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got the Donald Trump going on, mm-hmm. you know? Dom's sure. just living a simple life on a farm in some remote location. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you think that farm is? We think SoCal? Mm. Hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. Rural Los Angeles? Is that a place? Mm. Are they still... uh, You're the California man. Wanted? Are they criminals at this point? No, I think they've been totally cleared. They've had their names cleared. Yeah. Yeah. They left some milk and cookies out for Santa Claus, and it happened. That's right. You know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Hmm. All right. So Han back, right? Han's alive. <laughs> oh my God! But, we, yeah, we've no, we've got no, we got no information except that Han is here. Right? Han is here. His face is impeccable. It looks beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a lick of a scar on him from the horrible, c- catastrophic fire he was in in mm-hmm. um, Tokyo Drift. Did they not bury him in the sixth movie? Like, mm-hmm. did he not go back yeah, to Tokyo did. to get his body and bury him? It, How, like, seven, whose body yes. was in that grave? I don't I don't know. Yeah, that one's gonna be a little bit... Because Dom didn't go get Han's body. Do you think Dom went and got Han's body and it was, like, in a box already? So he didn't see it? Maybe. Or was it, like, at the morgue? Oh man! Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, how did he, he just extradited somebody's corpse? From that Tokyo? is a that is possible to do. <laughs> that right. is possible. Yeah, but there's question. paperwork involved, and as a a wanted criminal, I don't know if Dom would have been able to do that at that point. Basically. Um. All right, so Han's back, and Daryl. I don't know if you saw this. I posted something on the um, No One Likes a Tuna podcast Instagram this week. Mm-hmm. 
Um, did you see my uh, my little picture I put up? Uh, I'm not sure if I saw Han. I think the last one I Didn't saw was our uh, with a, was our uh, Kobe one. All right, so I put a little R.I.P. Kobe up. I also right. put up confirmed by the Fast Nine trailer. Oh, Earl, yeah. <laughs> our main man Earl from Tokyo Drift. Okay, played by Jason Tobin. Yes, he's back. He's back, okay. motherfucker. I like. He's I back. saw his ass. I saw his ass in the trailer. I was like, looks like him, but I was like, did no. He, did he actually? How did he get so old looking? He looks like a sixty-year-old Chinese dude. Like, no. How did he real. age so hard? All right, first Is he of all, wearing- Jason, if you're listening. Obviously, you like replied to a few of my posts, and so like maybe you're listening. And obviously, you look great. Just putting that out there, you look fab, buddy. But also, he looks a lot fucking older. Yeah, insane. It's like, just because he looked so young in Tokyo Drift, just like like a twelve year old, you know? Like yeah, he did look uh, young. He did look young. Come I mean, on. I don't know how old Jason Tobin is. He looks like um, one of those girls in the he 60s was so that old. Like, was chasing the Beatles. <laughs> he was so old that, like, while I saw him in the... I immediately said it wasn't him, right? And But it's the same dude. I'm glad. Yeah. I wonder, is he, is he supposed to be playing the same character? We don't really know. He has to be. Yeah, right? right? They can't they can't sneak him in as a what different do you character. In all Okay, so I guess Tokyo Drift takes place between fuck. <laughs> Okay, so Tokyo Drift takes place between 6 and 7, right? Mm-hmm. Theoretically in the year 2017. So between <laughs> 2017 and whenever Fast 9 takes place. Mhm. Uh, this guy which ages. we think is 20, 20, like a thousand years. <laughs> what is it? It's like a thousand years. It's really only emphasized because Han looks so good and exactly the same. Yeah, that's definitely true. And they ob- really they obviously bad. come from the same universe or the he same really timeline. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm a little bummed that his like buddy lady isn't coming with him. Mm-hmm. Or that we mm-hmm. know of, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure her one. character had a name. Yeah, I'm not sure either. She's the other girl in the um, in the Tokyo Drift parking lot who is tuning. Um, what's her name's car? Mila's. Mila's, yeah, tuning yeah. Mila's car. Like the, the throttle response is not where it's supposed to be. Man, who, if Mila shows. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> if Neela shows up, I'll be. It'll be so good. That yeah. would be amazing. This is like Earl, though. Is like what we've always wanted. It's almost like Leon coming back. You know? Yeah. It's like what we've always wanted. It's like some Who's Leon? rando. Oh. Oh, oh, you should know Paul, Leon. You Paul, should know baby. Leon. If you just watched, if you just watched uh, original Fast and the Furious. Leon is the guy that wears the uh, basketball jerseys. He wears a Kobe jersey. He does wear a Kobe jersey. Mm. Wait, so he's like the... So there's Vince, and then the other guy is Leon, the other kind of goon guy. Vince, there's Jesse, who's the nerd. Do they say his name throughout the movie? (laughs) I think... (laughs) Like, I love that you... I got it the moment you said it was him, but... (laughs) 
I think you two get dogs. all of the other dudes' names except for Leon. Yeah, Leon. Leon's a cool dude. We think he's probably like a certified um, public accountant. He's a CPA somewhere, somewhere in like he Los turned his Alamos. life around after that. First, moved to UCLA, got his degree. Got he's his the one degree. that handles everybody's money. Actually, <laughs> they're they're eleven million each. Yeah, they're eleven million each. He's just doing it in the background, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like the hack. He's hacking the hackers. He's, he's anti-cypher. He's, who, who, oh, yeah, who's the guy who's like the high bad guy in Hobbs and Shaw? Like the, the overarching oh. voice that you hear? The commander? Oh, um, the, or the maybe is it just... Delver- yeah, I don't know what they call him. I don't remember what yeah. they call him. He's just Elba's boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's Leon. I think we actually did pitch it as Leon when we watched that movie for the first time. (laughs) You forgot about me. Now I will make cyborgs to destroy you all. Yeah, he's having a rough week with Kobe, so let's give him a, you know, let's not give him more time. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can. Um, All right, so Earl's back. Han is back. Letty, big role, we think. Mm -hmm. Dom, obviously big role. No Brian. Or... Maybe CGI Brian. Brian. I mean, listen, we might we might get a CGI Brian. I'd be they so might down. Kill him off. <laughs> <laughs> CGI has come so far in the past. Yeah, how man. long's it been? They can do it in Four Star years? Wars. They can do it in fucking Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I saw De Niro. He was looking good. No, he wasn't looking good. <laughs> I, incorrect. <laughs> That's in fucking correct. He was looking bad. My thing is like always the CGI looks disgusting and terrible and I yeah. hate it. It's one of my least favorite parts about being a moviegoer in the year 2020 is the fucking mm-hmm. CGI faces. However, I don't think I would mind that much if they did like a CGI <laughs> Brian, you know? I Hell think, yeah. I sort of think it would go okay. I'd be down with it to see him back in action. They'd have to, like, fake his voice and modulate it like they did in 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. They're getting good at that stuff, though. Yeah, deep fakes. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a little demo. Give us a little demo. Uh, do you want a shout-out, and then we can talk a little 5? Yeah, let's do it. Word. Uh, this is a segment on No One Likes to Tune a Podcast where we give a shout-out to people, places, things, opportunities, um... You know, just games of chance. Uh, anything in our lives we're using, abusing, that uh, we are, are liking or hating, basically. It's a little product mm-hmm. placement. We think these movies have a lot of product placement. We decided to have some free product placement here on the pod itself. So, Daryl Wong, my man, my mm-hmm. BFF. Yo, yo, yo. What do you want to shout out to this week? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to the product and service car to go. And I think I remember talking about this. Yeah. This uh, service very early on when I started using it in the podcast Mm -hmm. and I'm displeased to report that they are sunsetting. They're sunsetting their North America operation as of the end of February. They're the Lime E for those who don't know, they're the Lime E scooter of the New York slash Manhattan car rental game. (laughs) No, yeah, it's cars. So they do the little, uh, they do the little two seater uh, smart cars. 
um, yep. which, yeah, low horsepower, but I believe they're great called Share Now as well. Yeah, they're part of the Share Now <laughs> network. But yeah, basically, they're pulling out of New York because under yeah, I guess I don't totally know, but I assume it's like costs a shit ton to insure these things and like people probably tra- yeah people probably trash them leave them all over the place like new york chewed up and spat them out and rejected them but i'm giving the shout out because i love their service and i'm actually sort of yeah kind of bummed that they're leaving because um yeah i use these car to goes like all the time basically to drive this my handicapped dog around and it is absolutely perfect for that purpose so yeah, yeah. And yeah, I used it sort of, yeah, just today and yesterday we had to like, yeah, we had some dire situation and it's just like, boom, car to go it up. So yeah. I got to figure out sort of a different way to sort of handle it. Um, at the end I have of a month, great way. I have an absolutely phenomenal way for you to do that. Mm-hmm. You can buy a vehicle of your very own. <laughs> they sell them. <laughs> they sell them in lots. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe the time and is now. it's great to have. Having right. a car in New York changes the entire experience of living. It's the best. The, I, I don't think I could go back. I can't live in New York anymore without a car, basically. Mm-hmm. It's how I, I, I... It was like one day I took the subway everywhere. And then I bought a car. And the next day I never rode the subway ever again. Mm-hmm. You know? Paul, are you a vehicle that. owner? Uh, no, I am not. I used to own a Honda Prelude, but not anymore. Nice. Nice. Do you do any aftermarket modifications? Uh, no. (laughs) I should have. Did you have like a... Pretty sure it came with an air intake that was on the car whenever I bought it. Sick. Did you have like a a 2003 DVD player with like a bunch of fucking side menus for data entry? (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but that was years ago yeah now i'm an east coaster with no automobile if i didn't ride the subway when else would i step in loose pools of vomit and you know (laughs) yeah get all those great experiences have to put your 90 pound dog in a bag you know (laughs) (laughs) all i'm saying is daryl think about it you could get a fucking well, you couldn't get a skyline. I was going to say you could get a skyline, but you couldn't get a skyline. But you could get something. Too soon. Too soon. I know, bro. I'm so sorry. You could I'm be so Brian. sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you could get Evo. You could get an Evo. I could get know? an Evo. Yeah, that's true. It could be fun. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Paul, I don't know if you were prepped on the um, shout out. Situation. I was given a little prep. A little yeah, prep? I feel like I'm a little unprepared, but okay, uh, well. I'd like to give a shout out to Stroop Waffles. Ooh. I'm not sure if you know what Stroop Waffles oh, are. But fucking yes, I know what Stroop Waffles are. <laughs> Just the best snack ever. And we get these like snacks in my work, and they can be a crapshoot, but there's always a Stroop Waffle in there. So Are they a snack? Ba- are they a subscription snack service? Yeah, it is a yeah. sp- subscription snack service. And there's like two Stroop waffles, and they go hot quick. It's like the TJ Maxx of snacks. It's TJ <laughs> Snacks. There's lots of crap in there. <laughs> but if you dig around, you'll find some Stroop waffles. So Can you, it's great. Would you um, name names tried? and tell us what the subscription service for the snacks you is know, called? We were, we were talking about it in the office today, but I don't remember <laughs> what it is. Yeah. 
Uh, do you look um, work at Telon Industries also? Uh, no, I do not. Do you yes. want me to say what I actually do? Yeah, <laughs> that would be pro? great. Yeah, throw it out. Uh, I work for a magazine. I uh, am an art director at The Atlantic. Oh. Lots of politics. Lots ah. of thoughts Fucking and Fucking Ta-Nehisi Coates, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, bro. And now I'm on a Fast and the Furious podcast. Woo. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Daryl, you're going to say something I rudely cut you off. Twice, oh think. yeah, I was just I was gonna ask about the street waffle. You ever tried mm. a? Um, you ever like warmed it up or toasted it? No, yo dog. I had a fresh street waffle one I, time. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like I've had a fresh one at like a coffee shop mm-hmm. before, and mm-hmm. it was real good. But yeah. mm. mine was from like a like a food festival or something. Mm-hmm. They handed me the street waffle. They're like. Don't even tip it to the side. That in, what's on the inside is it toffee or something? It's like caramel. Right? Yeah, yeah. The caramel is so hot and tasty that the top strip <laughs> waffle is gonna slide off from the ground if you fuck this up. So make sure you keep it level for like twenty seconds before you bite it into that thing, and it was killer. Hell yeah! I feel like I've had a fresh one at a county fair, like in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. or something. You know, they were really um. Bad. Do they do you do you put anything on it? I mean, I think it's just Either two soft it? waffles. Can you, can you put some chocolate syrup waffle. on that thing? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure you could. I was thinking like powder sure should enhance you know? it. Ooh, powder should sounds Ooh. nice. Wow. Yeah. And this is for the listeners. A stroop waffle is a sort of a a thin, soft waffle with caramel inside. Mm-hmm. Like a sandwich. Like a Imagine sandwich. a ice cream waffle cone, but like flat and fresh, in an Oreo sandwich. <laughs> With but instead of instead of cream, vanilla cream in the center, it's caramel, and instead of chocolate cookie on the outside, it's soft, medium-sized so waffle. <laughs> yeah, the Oreo, the Oreo, yeah, uh, platform, but totally remixed. Yeah, I feel a bit fake because I don't actually eat Stroop waffles all the time. It's just you know what came to mind mm-hmm. with the show. That's what Shout House is all about. Whatever you, yeah. whatever you're digging, you know what I mean. You don't but I, th- I think time. they deserve a shout out. So and they're different go. than a Pazell. Just to make that clear to everybody, a Pazell is a. I don't actually a, know what a Pazell is. A Pazell is a um, is a hard, very thin waffle like cookie. You guys ever had those? They come in like hmm. plastic bags with like. Eight of them, maybe. Hmm. Not sure. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like, like a crunchy waffle-like cookie. That sounds nice. Mm. Yeah. With a yeah, with a, as a like a coffee. Imagine like an Oreo, but instead of a three-layered, <laughs> it was it was just one layer, and then instead of it was like a little thinner. It was like a and then. <laughs> Like ex- take the diameter of an Oreo and offset it like two inches, basically, and like make it that big. And then instead of a chocolate cookie, it's waffle. It's waffle. <laughs> That's what yeah. a is. We're at yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so I want to give an anti. I'm, I'm. I know I've been on a run of antis. I don't give a shit anymore. I gotta talk about this. So we went, my, my, my girlfriend Ellie and I went to a comedy show the other day mm. on a place called Waitang, uh, sorry, it was Waiheke Island, all right, which is a little island off the coast of Auckland City, and 
you have to take a ferry to get there, right? So, like, uh, we're about to go to this comedy show to see this guy named Tom Sainsbury, who is this comedian who's pretty funny. He does, like, Facebook videos and stuff. He's from New Zealand. All right? Does, like, funny voices and shit. Whatever. Like, I look at the posters. Like, an evening with Tom Sainsbury. Great. Let's fucking do it. We're going to get our ass at nighttime on a boat... Go, like, for a 45-minute ferry ride, get off the fucking ferry, walk half an hour to this theater, and, like, watch this Sainsbury show, right? This is the plan. So, already, obviously, like, when the time comes around, I'm like, can we please fucking cancel and (laughs) not go to this? (laughs) But, like, no, it's like, "Eh, we're trying to get out more, like, let's say yes to things. I'm on a Jim Carrey kind of yes-man vibe, you know? And... I, so we get on the ferry, we're like going out, I'm tired, I finally like get to the theater, have a coffee or whatever. We sit down in the theater, and a guy comes out on stage, and it's like, I, hi, I'm, like, I'm sure you're all very excited for an evening with Tom Sainsbury. He's coming out in the second half of this show, but for the first half, we're going to show you our horrible amateur improv group. (laughs) (laughs) My answer shout out is don't fucking do amateur improv comedians out there. Don't fucking do this to people. (laughs) Okay. Like. I cannot tell you how much, like, the terror on my face when this dude came out and started talking, and then four of his, like, horrible friends joined him, and they did an hour of improv games, and I no. won. Like, oh, my God. I, like, I was no. completely, I was completely hoodwinked, yo. It was, like, the worst, <laughs> it was the worst fucking thing. And I'm stuck. I'm on an island. I'm, like, stuck there, right? I'm, like, stuck there. So this fucking show, like, when I go see a comedian, I assume it's going to be, like, an hour set, right? I'm, like, I've prepared my, like, timetable for that situation, you know? And included in the timetable is a return fucking ferry (laughs) to get me home. So I have to, like... Reschedule for obviously the show ends now at a time where I have to wait another like hour for the ferry <laughs> to go home. Everybody there is lives on the fucking island. I'm just saying, if you're if there's amateur improv comedians out there, like God bless you, keep yes anding, you know what I mean? Like just doing that yes and living that yes and lifestyle, like do your thing, you know what I mean. Don't do this. Like, do not book an actual comedian to come play the second fucking half of your show so that people have to sit through your horrible improv comedy. Please. Damn. Please. Please. I I feel like I have a semi-relatable story. Oh, yeah. Last time I was in L.A., I was hanging out with some friends, and my my buddy was like, hey, we're going to go to this house show tonight. It's going to be awesome. So we're like, yeah, we get all ready. I thought I was, like, going to go in and see, like, a band play inside this house party. And we show up, and it's a fucking 10-by-10-foot apartment, and there's 50 people in there. And I'm just like, yeah, we're going to see some music. And then out of nowhere, 
five people walk up in front of everybody in the living room and they do an hour of fucking improv. (laughs) So I'm just standing in this shitty apartment in LA in the back in the kitchen Uh -uh. just sipping warm beer and watching terrible improv for an hour. I felt duped as well, but I could have escaped, so I'm I'm sorry. Unacceptable. It's really it's unex it's it's fucking unacceptable. That kind of shit is unacceptable. You know? Right. And like improv is it's yeah, it's its own category. You can't intermix it. You can't interchange it with anything else, right? If you yeah, stand up should be matched with stand up. Like you could even put like um like a stand up before like a cool show. Opening I think act that would actually I'm, work. I'm fine. Do an opening yeah. act. But if you're gonna do an opening act before an hour set of comedian Keep it to a tight 20. You know what I'm saying? Just like, (laughs) fucking keep it tight. (laughs) We just, like, where, what the fuck is our our society at when we don't, like, we have a set of rules and expectations for these things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody got to plan their lives out. All right? It's not easy to pay $70 and, like, go to this fucking comedian and then pay Mm -hmm. $90 to get on a fucking ferry back and forth and sit through your hour-long bullshit. Nobody, 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 N O fucking nobody wants to see that. Not even your friends who showed up to see it want to see it. You know? So I'm not happy. I wasn't happy about that. Don't do that. That's the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Basically. I wish I could have, I would have known we could have done anti shout outs. I would have prepared a lot more rants. Yeah, you know? it's. It's all right. Next time we have you on, Paul. You know. I feel like I softballed it with the street. I'm trying to be more and... positive in 2020. I'm trying to be more positive <laughs> in 2020. You know what I mean? But like so far, 2020 has just been smacking me across the face with this bullshit. John feel. John feel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to talk Fast Five? Is that what we watched this week? We did. Shit. Uh, Paul, since you're the guest, you want to start us off and talk about something you liked, loved, hated in the movie? I feel like there was one thing that just really bugged me about it, yes, which please. is the it's and it's like within the first five minutes, and it's whenever they're like breaking Dom out of the bus, mm-hmm. you know, and they like I love the he fugitive. like pulls in front of him with the like muscle car and he slams on the brakes, and then the, it's just like I feel like this was the beginning of these movies just tossing physics and all like logic to the wind is whenever he slams on the brakes and then the bus hits it and does a front flip over the car right. no damage to the car at all just the bus dies <laughs> like <Right>. flips <laughs> all well, those poor innocent prisoners in there <laughs> maybe I will some say, of them actually innocent you never know like <laughs> i will say uh, well, they did. Perd Happley, who is in the beginning of this movie, does say that miraculously no one was injured. Nobody was, injured. Nobody right. was miraculously. They put in the word miraculously. <laughs> Nobody was injured. So he does say that. So we don't have to worry about those innocent prisoners. But, I remember them saying everyone was accounted for. I don't remember. Uh, maybe I'm just. I, I also haven't. Didn't actually watch it recently. So I remember everybody was accounted for. But does that mean they found bodies in there? I don't. Uh, uh, it no, makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, well, as one of the top two leading authorities on the Fast and Furious <laughs> I can assure you, miraculously, no one was injured. Uh, okay. I concur. 
They is do. it actually purred happily too? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they do say. Well, I get what you're talking about with the physics. I don't think this is the start of it. In four, at the beginning of four, Dom does drive under like a bouncing gasoline tanker. Oh yeah, you I know? remember that. True. Um. Which kind of, to me, is the beginning of it. Because 4 was the beginning of launching this into, like, the stratosphere of franchise that it is, basically. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like, ramping up the action stunts to a degree that defied physics. Because everything else is pretty on par. Even the bridge jump at the beginning of 2 is, like, pretty realistic. I mean, it's not realistic, but it's, like... A car could jump like over that. The first know? three, even Tokyo Drift. I know. I mean, the driving was crazy, but I felt like all the first three were pretty down to earth as far as things go. But you're yeah. right. Like four, four is when it got it got turned up a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, I always get nervous about the slamming brakes thing specifically. Like Tyrese does it in six on the bridge, where he slams his brakes in front of the tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like every, it's like. We've seen it just completely breaks the rules of the scene, right? Like we've seen the tank house like like twenty cars in a row, just like chomping them, you know. And then Tyrese stomps on the brake and just like hits the front of it and doesn't go get crushed under the tank. Yeah, it's like physics defying, rule breaking kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know. Daryl, hmm. how was your watch through this week? Um, yeah, it was all right. I was, I was trying to think about, um, yeah, I was trying to think about Hobbes. I like, yeah, trying to think about Hobbes recruiting, um, what's her name again? Elena. Yeah, Hobbes recruiting Elena and like, oh, I picked her because she liked her smile. Oh, my smile's not that great. And I don't know. It still doesn't like add up all the way for me, but I, I like the idea that like, like Hobbs has been compromised before from like a security standpoint like he's had somebody on his close team probably turn on him and it's turned out badly so is this speculation based on his experience his description of why he wants Elena I think so that's what I'm trying to sort of dive a little bit deeper into and it's he seems very yeah he's very protective of his team but it's a tactical relationship not unlike uh like a like Sha, like Shaw one with his team yeah and i found that in contrast in this watch through between like picking some yeah picking somebody seemingly random and then um in the favela scene sort of allowing her to yeah like yeah, he's trying to call her off. He's like, look, we're going to go do tactical stuff. We're going to go and shoot guns and chase bad guys down. But stay back here because, yeah, this is not your scene. And she ultimately mm-hmm. ends up in that scene. And really, all the rest of his team dies. So I was just, yeah, I was thinking about sort of that relationship and how, uh, I don't know, it, it, it generates some sort of, yeah, it generates a conflict for me in terms of um, The Rock and his relationship. And it's like kind of like military relationship to his team. And, right. uh, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, that's sort of where I was going with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I guess The Rock, The Rock is a very, like, um, Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. Guns, bullets. 
Gospel? Is that what the guns? Guns, bullets, bullets God, this guy's Old Testament. <laughs> like, right, right. Uh, you know? I feel like in the Old Testament, people were more tactical. Like, Jesus is like, yeah, just come hang, whoever you are. You know what I mean? Like, come. <laughs> like, New Testament style is like, yeah, we like you. You're part of the family. That's sort of like, you know, Dom's team. You know? It's like, don't necessarily mm-hmm. need you to be the greatest in the world at something. I just need you to be, like, loyal, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, a cool dude to hang out with. <laughs> um, and Old Testament is more, like, I need your skills to be basically top of the line. Mm-hmm. DSS. Um, do you think she's a good translator? Did she mm-hmm. translate at all in the movie? No. <laughs> I, no. That's a really good point. No, at least she's a terrible translator. That is a point I don't think we've ever discussed, is that she, I don't think she translates one fucking sentence in this movie. <laughs> Portuguese is a beautiful language, which I just sort of closed my eyes and listened to a little bit uh, during some of the Reyes scenes. But she, I don't think she even speaks it in the movie. I don't think so either. This is all English all the time for Elena, you know? Uh, so we don't really know if she's top of the line. Maybe he just likes her smile. My smile is not that good. Why am I here? Yeah, my smile is... <laughs> my smile is not that great. Elena is probably one of my top... Oh, seven characters in this <laughs> I really like her is what I'm trying to say <laughs> I wish she wasn't dead spoilers for uh, mm-hmm. for Fast hey man you never know you, you never know never you truly never know, know. <laughs> you never know I mean I feel like with Han like we just knew you know because there's just too much like memeing around like justice for Han you know, if people started a Justice for Elena campaign over the next five years, you better fucking believe she'd, she'd be back. Hell yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, I had a question about, like, the call. I had a... Like, Dom gives them all the call, right? To, like, come to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're... The that. montage when they're putting the team together. Um... If you were, if you were, these guys, can't you take another five seconds on the phone and like explain what the deal is? <laughs> right? Like, Roman turns like a plane around. Han comes from, where does Han come from? We don't know where Han comes from. Port DR, maybe. Han comes maybe. from wherever he is internationally. Um,. Giselle's in Mexico. Uh, you know, people are coming from SoCal. I'm just saying, or Miami. Tej is coming from Miami. Like, can you... Can you take five seconds on the call and be like, oh, it's we're going to rob this thing. Do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like they all get there and like, all right, so what, tell us what this is all about. What's going on. What's so going down. They don't know how much money. They don't know anybody's roles. 
Yeah. Yeah. What, what if, if it was all like just flew out there and he was like. I, I just wanted to say what's up. Yeah, yeah just go <laughs> and say hi. Ten million dollars. Yeah. Just trying to have a barbecue. I thought you guys would want to come to Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. You know. What if he was like, "What we're talking about is three thousand dollars." <laughs> <laughs> we're talking DVD players, the best you've ever seen before. What we're talking about is comping your plane tickets, <laughs> you know? gasoline trucks. What we're talking about is validated parking. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he should have let them know a little bit before they flew their asses to Brazil. If I was yeah. Dom making the call, if I was the one, you know, and, and I was like, hey, can you come to Brazil? Even if I led with that and they were like, yeah, no problem. And hung up. I'd be like, well, no, no, wait, wait. Let me tell you. <laughs> just, just in case it's not for you. Just <laughs> they should have shown him. They should have shown like a like a talking in the mirror like warm up scene. Like trying a couple of different pitches. Like come to re. Yeah. One hundred million dollars. What no, would no, you no, say? That's not right. Yeah. Well, a hundred million. <laughs> One hundred million dollars. <laughs> Um, I just it's so much of the movie is about loyalty, you know, and you just drop everything, no questions asked. When the when it's about the family, you know, it's all about family. Yeah. Do you think he pitched the same taglines on the people? Like when he called Han, was he like, "We're looking for a chameleon, like someone who can play <laughs> anywhere"? And Han was like, "Oh." I don't oh, really know yeah. a lot of people in Brazil. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a tropical reptile. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. Did you just give me a cool nickname? <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> don't call me Han. I'm henceforth known as the Chameleon. Yes. That'd be, that's a cool nickname. And uh, we may start referring to Han as the Chameleon. <laughs> oh, I like. Why? The Chameleon is back in biz. You thought he was dead, but he was just blended really good. <laughs> Yo! Yeah, 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 yeah. is so good, you thought he was dead. So. Can I just talk about how much I hate Vince? He's the fucking worst. Yeah, Vince is the worst. Vince is a piece I of I mean, shit. that's not a hot take or anything. Nah, nah, no. He's the worst. He is. Why is that horrible. goon back in this movie? And they try to make you feel bad for him at the end, even though he like screwed them over tw- like twice. In he the has movie. screwed them over like four times. And, <laughs> but like, okay, so it like shows no loyalty, which supposedly is the only thing Dom cares about. But the other thing is like he's a whiny fucking baby every time. Yeah. Time, you know, he just complains and complains and like we think he's supposed to have his shit together because he's like married and has a baby now, but kind of just sucks. There's like a point in time where they've done just like miles and miles of preparation for this big heist that they're about to do, and then he's just like, I don't know if you need somebody else. He's like, You're already in your family. It's I mean that makes no fucking sense. They would have to replan the entire thing that they just tried to do for no reason whatsoever <laughs> for real for real also he led them into this whole situation to begin with yeah <laughs> he's like the way i know the car scene you know the way the car scene is down here we can unload them quick 
you know, get a bunch of cash. He's like, Vince, obviously not the case, buddy. Obviously not the case. Also, why do all these dudes sound like they're from New York, but they're definitely from SoCal? Like, they're... Yeah. I don't... Well... Well, one is, like, Vin Diesel is from New York and is a bad actor. Right. So, so his accent game, his accent game is not like awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess it wouldn't be as effective if he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> cars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good. You man. got some nitrous. <laughs> Dwayne likes the nitrous. You know, Dwayne likes it. <laughs> Yeah, Dwayne is the only <laughs> like believable SoCal dude in this whole thing. Um, Paul, where are you from originally? Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh shit, the Kirk. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Lots of meth. Lots of drag racing. Oh, okay. But they're drag queens both, mostly. Both. <laughs> almost <laughs> basically equally cool things. You know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, are, are you fond of Albuquerque, New Mexico? Or are you like, I needed to get out of I it? I mean, yeah. It's my home. I like to shit on it because it's my home. But yeah, I love it, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You ever been there? No, I've been to um, Phoenix, Arizona, which in my mind is basically the same it's thing. It's not the same thing. Okay. It is terrible. <laughs> Arizona is a... Uh, Hellscape, and you can quote me. <laughs> Do you guys have a big You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Am I about to get hate mail at my work? <laughs> Paul, let me tell you, we have no listeners whatsoever, so I wouldn't worry about it, my man. I feel like the people that are real into the Fast and the Furious live in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. We have one dude in Dallas. Shout out to Fredo. Um Eric? Who, yeah, but the, I don't know anybody else sort of in that southwestern play, part of the country. So I can say Arizona is terrible and not Arizona sucks it. shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona's a piece of dog shit. Um, all right. Well, shout out to uh, fucking Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daryl, you got anything else you want to like uh, jam on this pod? Almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched some behind-the-scenes footage on Sick. the uh, vault uh, scene, yeah. and I was incredibly surprised at how much of that stuff was real. Like vault real car. chargers, yeah. real vaults. Like even the stuff that seemed unbelievable, the bank scene. Like oh yeah, that they said that that was just like a empty lot, and they built up that. The planter and the steps and the bank mm-hmm. and they crushed the whole thing. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Hundreds That's of cars sick. they destroyed to do that. And like they were showing the like overhead layouts of like how the chargers needed to move around corners in order to get the right effects. Absolutely insane. So I yeah, I hadn't yeah, I hadn't tuned into the back the behind the scenes content for this movie yet. And I watched a little bit before this and just all that stuff, or most of that stuff, done in real life, like, yeah. and yeah. Well, that's always been a mark of this series, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the production that they're willing to put into <coughs> these stunts is so fucking high, 
And, mm. I mean, it's why the plane scene in 7 is so ridiculously awesome. It's why the bridge scene in 6 is so ridiculously awesome. Like, real life matters, you know what I mean? And mm. um, you see the effect in, like, Hobbs and Shaw where a lot of the stunt work they chose to go a CGI route for. Mm-hmm. And it shows. I mean, right. there's still cool things, but it just there's this level of dullness to it that's added with the CGI in my mind. Like mm-hmm. it's so dullness less and visceral de- detachment, you know. Yeah, and yeah like, detachment. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to uh, internalize it when you're watching it, but yeah. like it's happening whether you know it or not. Just like it's this totally looks real, true. and this looks yeah. not real, you know. Yeah, exactly how I felt watching The Irishman. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, don't watch that movie, folks, because it sucks fucking shit. And there's too much. It's long, it's long as hell. It's Isn't eight hours, hours too. It's eight hours too long, and like Robert Niro's face is mush the whole time. Like, <laughs> looks like he's melting on screen. Looks like he's melting the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Guess what? Great idea. Get a younger actor. Just do it. Anyway, uh, that's it from me this week. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Yo, Paul, Thanks, Paul. thank you for thank coming. Thank you for joining on. us. This is amazing. This is amazing. I where hope you have me meet? back. Uh, Do you have like a love story where you guys met? Manhattan love story? A very nah. short-lived <laughs> series. It's friends of friends. Yeah. Friends of friends. It's the best way to do it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, take it easy. You can find us on Twitter at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast. Um, we're on Instagram at No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. I think you can send us. Yeah. I think you can send us an email if you'd like at No One Likes the Tuna, no one likes Nolt Podcast. No, one likes no the tuna. it's No One Likes the Tuna Podcast at gmail.com. That's a long one. I forgot. It's a long one. If you feel like typing it out, <laughs> send it over. We got a bunch of long, long ones. people from Arizona. Maybe You're that's about why we get mad hate mail. <laughs> Maybe that's Lots why we have such low threats. engagement. You know what I mean? It's because our shit is too long <laughs> for people to type. <laughs> I would do it, but I can't spare the thumbs. Um. Uh, anything else? Oh, rate us and review us on Apple. Hey, Paul, you going to give us a rating yeah. and review on Apple Podcast? I will. I'm going to be Paul's like, I was on it. this podcast. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, five stars. <laughs> that would be, that's really good. Really, I don't care what the fuck you write. Just write, <laughs> write something. Slap a couple five stars on that puppy. Anybody else wants to do it, tell all your friends, Paul. Just, they don't even yes. have to listen. I really could give a shit. <laughs> Just please give us a fucking rating and review. Uh, and with that we'll talk to you next week Um, where we'll be watching Furious 6 Daryl have a good one my man (laughs) 